0: David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton.
2: It is Tuesday, December 14th, 2021, season 17, episode number 78. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break Live from SWBC Mortgage Studios. At the Star. got Nick with me. Dave is back in studio after a day of travel yesterday. Amber's out today, but we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we'll get some big picture stuff. We got a few topics regarding the Cowboys, specific to the Cowboys, maybe some injury talk. We'll talk a little bit about the NFC East, and we'll talk about the conference and where the Cowboys line up uh, in the conference, let's start first. Though Nick, give me a seventy-eight.
1: Big Cat Leon Lepp. Love it. I love that he's back. He me got too. hurt in, in like week two, like on the, something happened with his knee on the sideline. He got run into. He's been out for a while, but he's back. He traveled this week, so yeah. I saw
2: him at the game, and I was like, man, it's good to see Big yep. Cat. Good to see Big Cat. But of course, we also have to do another number today because there's a special number, <laughs> Mr. David Hellman hitting thirty-three.
3: Happy birthday, bro! Thanks, man. They're nice. They're nice. Give yes. me a thirty-three. Uh, I mean, I mean, Tony Dorsett, right? I mean, I don't. That's the answer. Yeah, that's the answer. I don't know if you had a better answer. But. My answer. I mean, people. I I I liked when Cheeto wore thirty-three. Like people get all uppity about numbers. They're like, ah, oh, cornerbacks can't wear thirty. I I like it. I like it when you get a little off kilter. He got he changed it as soon as he could, and he was like, twenty-four is open. I'm gone. But I thought it was cool. So I'll probably, I'll probably associate thirty three with Cheeto for Young a while. Cheeto. Is anybody even wearing thirty three right now? They don't give it out a
1: lot. Yeah. No, because it's got to be defense. They don't really want to give it out to an offensive guy like a running back,
2: right? So and these days, running backs don't want thirties anymore. It doesn't seem <laughs>
1: Which, like no, yeah. a, no
3: yeah. nobody does. I, I think it's we we've talked about yeah. this probably back when we were in the thirties. Like I mean, Earl Campbell made thirty four look awesome. Yeah, Rick, he did. Ricky Williams, Terrell Davis, like thirties are cool to me. Yeah. So I don't get it, but. Uh, Yeah, just waving, waving goodbye to like the idea of my youth. Like when you turn 30 is not a big deal. 31 and 32, you're like, "Eh, that's kind of the same thing. And now I'm just like, it's over, man. Wait till you hit 40. I know. And your body starts betraying you I, in every way possible. Bro, I'm already there. We talk about, you and me talk about our random joint I know, pains which is really kind of crazy
2: that you're talking about that to me. Like, yeah, I got, a, it's, I got a bad back. Yeah. I got gray in my beard. I mean, it's over. Yeah, I got an ankle injury and I have
3: no idea how it happened. Like, I haven't even been running. And my wife's like, how did it happen? I'm like, I. I don't know. I do the I do the elliptical trainer every morning in the gym because it's the only thing I can do where I feel confident that I'm not going to strain <laughs> for or <now>. hurt something. <laughs> right. Yeah. For now. So, all I'm, right. I'm getting I'm going to get orthopedic running shoes as a gift for myself.
1: That's actually That's, a good idea. I know. But shoes matter, right, right Nick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shoes matter.
2: <laughs> all right, let's jump in, man. We got we got a few topics we want to hit today. Uh, let's start with Tyron Smith. Uh, He's been, I guess, at this point ruled out for the Giants game. Uh, What do do they likely do there? I know Jerry talked this morning about it. What did he say about
3: what they're going to do at left tackle? Jerry said Terrence Steele. I appreciate his honesty there. Um, I think Mike McCarthy kind of left some wiggle room because we don't know for sure that Lyle Collins will be available. I think There was a report last night from the morning news that he likely won't be suspended. I haven't heard anything official about that, but... If he's available, it sounds like it'll be Steele on the left and Lyle on the right.
1: Yeah, what I wonder is, is just you know, they went into the game with Steele doing all this other stuff on the right side, mm-hmm. left side, and moving around, and then it seems like every time they try that, it doesn't work for very long because then somebody gets hurt and then it switches it up. So Insey yeah. um, came in and finished the game, but but yeah, I think Steele's probably a better option there. So I'm just I'm just think it's it's nice that they said he's out we're not playing this game like he, he's out he's yeah. out this week M- McCarthy even referenced that at, like I think it was it's usually Todd
3: Archer him and him and Archer have some fun back and forth but Archer was pushing him on something else and he was like how about you just say thanks Mike for ruling Tyron out on a Monday <laughs> instead of making you wait all Fair. Week.
1: yeah <laughs> but but so. Todd's to Todd's point was like well if, if he's out six days is he out 40 I mean like that's what it was
3: yeah because I mean this got this got aggravated last time and and he missed three games so I mean it's a fair question although and maybe this is just me being defensive but and I get it tyron's availability is a blinking red issue um it's been a thing for like five years but he had a 300 pound man fall on his ankle like that's it's gnarly looking if you go back and look at it it, it like I don't know. I I struggle with the whole thing of like ah Tyron's made of glass. You can't count on him. Like it's fair. You can't count on him to be available. But Connor McGovern fell on his ankle like this. I don't know. That that's would, that's tough. Would you be okay if his his next game is the playoffs? It depends on what happens this week and next
2: week. I mean, yeah. If you if you wrap up, let's say you wrap up the division in Jeez. this week and next week, then you know. How 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 much do you really want that game against Arizona? And We're going to talk a little bit about the, that later and, and what that could mean for the Cowboys. But you know, I, I, if 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 I get those two things that where I'm wrapping up the division and I know I got a home playoff game, I may be willing to do it. Especially if I look at it, and I'm yeah. like, you know, I think my offensive line is functioning. You're in still a trying to way.
1: win. You're trying to win the game. I mean, you're going to try to win these games because if you, even if you can get from three to two or four to three, that's important. But I don't know. I think Tyron's next game should be in the playoffs. Saturday night. This, wild card weekend. You think Saturday? it has got Sunday but... night
3: written all over it to me. They love putting... That. I mean, the last time they Saturday. made the playoffs, they played on Saturday. And I know, because I missed a wedding I know, but I, I
2: just kind of feel like they're going to do a Sunday night. Shouts but out, that, Rob we'll Landry. Because, you know, this year they got the Monday night as well. They'll have a Monday night game as well. So Monday night playoff? Think, yeah, it'll be a Monday night playoff starting this year. So I'm, I'm kind of uh, thinking they're going to sandwich the Cowboys there on that maybe. Sunday night. But I don't know. We'll
3: see. I say the same thing that I've been saying about Zeke. If he needs the time... Like, if he's not healthy and he needs the time, sit him down. But if he can play... There's a variety of things. I want him out there protecting Dak. Um, you've still got stuff to play for. And on top of that, this offense, like, this this is hardly a situation where you're like, yeah, get these guys some rest. It's like, no, we need these guys playing and clicking and figuring out what's wrong. Like, is anybody that's healthy enough to play, I think, should be playing but if he's not healthy enough to play, then it's a moot point. This is this is something that we've seen happen
2: many times around here. As you cover the team for a long time, you know you have veteran players that over time injuries just start to mount. Right. Um, is it getting to that point now? Where you think, or has it already been at this point, where Dallas really has to make tackle a priority it's been in a, the off season? It's been at this point, and it's a, and that's not saying get rid of Tyron; it just no. means you got to get a an option, a it's, real option.
3: It's a bummer because I was thinking about this last night after McCarthy ruled him out. Like all through the offseason, if you remember, I was very bullish on Tyron and Lyle both being available. And what sucks is the neck really hasn't given him any issues. Like right. the thing that was his problem for so long has not been the problem. Now it's an ankle. And it's this will be his fourth absence, I believe, and so he's missing significant chunks of the season with an entirely unrelated injury to what was the problem before. Yeah, it's a huge problem. I mean, I wanted him to draft Rashawn Slater, and we don't have. I, I, obviously, they made a great choice. <laughs> right. We're not. Second. And by the way, Rashawn Slater's playing his
2: butt but off. But that's as well. that's yeah, I mean, that's
3: my yeah. point is li- and yeah. they may we're not second guessing the Micah pick, but that's the fun of the draft is, had they gone that way, they would have a guy playing at a Pro Bowl level. Maybe I mean he might not be starting every week like he is for the Chargers, but you could do a lot of fun stuff with him. They didn't do it. It was a great decision, as it turns out. They've got one of the best defenders in the entire NFL as a rookie. Yeah, but it is something they have to. A, they got to do something about it. They have to. And, yeah, I, I don't want him to get rid of Tyron. I don't think – we talked about this a few weeks ago. It's not even financially a good idea in terms of, like, cap hits and stuff like that. But you can't count on him. You just can't. No,
1: and that's why you didn't do anything with Terrence Steele. That's why I think Lyle's the guy to play right tackle because you had to always factor that part in. And that's what's, what's happening right now. How much is
2: this offensive line affecting – uh, the offense's ability to to sustain drives because that's a big problem for them. We'll talk a little bit later in the next segment about something that Jerry said regarding Dak. But how much do you think the offensive line is really where the issues start for this offense? I, I
3: I'm not I'm I don't begrudge you asking this, but like I hate I just hate it because. It's it's everything. Like there's not. I don't. I don't know if it starts with the offensive line because the quarterback's also playing bad, and so are the receivers. By the way, and also the running backs are hurt. So like, who am I to power rank that? I don't think the offensive line has been at its best during this rough stretch of three and three play. Do you think that the injuries and the inconsistency is the problem, Nick? Like
1: yeah. from
2: that
3: standpoint?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it. I think it kind of starts with the offensive line. I mean, we. we but this isn't anything new. They've kind of been able to overcome it. I thought it was interesting, though, because even one yard has, hasn't always been something the Cowboys could go get. Mm-hmm. So getting that penalty after the touchdown and moving the ball from the 2 to the 1, it's 9 nothing. You're going to go up 10 nothing. And I'm thinking, I, I think I even said to you, I don't like this, because, or are you going to run the ball right up the middle? Because we haven't no, all always seen that. And they did. And they, mm-hmm. scored. And they scored. And so I was kind of surprised by that. So that that showed me that they, get, they had a little bit of confidence. I know it's a yard, but... But that group, in the middle, yeah, you know, and so I, I, I thought they actually ran the ball okay. It was it was okay. As, we, as Nate talked about yesterday, they kind of, they just kind of did it.
2: Like they just kind of kept going yeah. at it, kept that three yard average. As I was saying, I don't think it's going to get you many
1: first downs, as we saw. But it was okay, right? I think it it was. I mean, I, I think, think Dak was the biggest problem, though. I think he just him and the receivers. I could just like just remember this play with. Amari, just this quick little screen. It could have been like at the 40 or it could have been the 20 or the 10. I don't even know. It was somewhere over there, you know. But, it's um, impossible to tell in that press box. Yeah. Kyle's giving me some water. I can't even. Hey, Kyle. What's up, man? Hey, guys. Happy hey. birthday. Thanks, all man. All right, appreciate what it. What are you doing now? Like you got him running errands. I, I asked him. I said, "I really need." My throat. I sound. You weird. sound, it sound like weird. I was yeah. about
2: to say, "Man, we need these cages uh, up
1: all in here." All right. No, I'm doing. Thank
3: you, Carl. We're not. Let's not joke about that. There I'm were, just saying. Like no, there were 37 positive tests in the I know. league yesterday.
2: That ain't a joke. That's real. I
3: know. I but don't know. Something's with my throat. Attack. One, one of them was on the plane with us. Oh, <laughs> so, oh gosh. Okay. Well, maybe so. now I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. You weren't on the plane. I'm here. That's I'm sitting point. in here with y'all. Oh, a hey, birthday.
2: <laughs> As you take a drink because you can't talk. Um, all right, let's take our first break. When we come back, I do want to talk about Cedric Wilson, who has now been added to that COVID list. Um, let's talk about what that means for the receiver position um, and also talk about what's going on with Tony Pollard. We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio.
0: At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it for turning your living room into your office and your gym. We're teaching Grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the
1: button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left.
0: It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So at has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson
4: with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United, United Ag, Ag and and Turf. Turf the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com.
0: Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim and his unbending attitude a man stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him it projected a rugged unstoppable spirit stetson hats are still american made with pride right here in texas they're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys and stetson is proud to be on the field with america's team find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys Back to the break.
1: This holiday season, visit the Star to get your photo with Santa, presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at the Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District, across from the Ascension on the Star Boulevard from November 26th through December 24th. For more information, book your photo, visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa.
2: Man, this music just makes me feel so warm. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Did y'all see the weather for this weekend? I mean, for next weekend for Christmas? Uh Uh-uh.
3: Right. There's going to be 70 in Dallas. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's par for the course. And then, yeah. like January third, it'll be five degrees or something. I mean, hey, we'll, we'll have an ice storm. What else is new? Yeah. And oh, welcome. Not go back. No power. Oh, let's
2: it not go there. Go there. <laughs> Please, let's not even get When was that? Yeah. Yeah. It was last February. Let's hope that doesn't happen again. Ever. 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 Again. It. Sure. Dave, welcome back. Dave's jumping in pools.
3: Big mistake. <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> How long did it take you to warm up? I've that? never been that cold in my life. Well, I mean you and Kelsey it, uh, most of it, you know what Kelsey is behind a lot of the things I wind up doing some does uh, she
1: bring out the best of you or the worst
3: both, both? no that's that's what I was gonna say it's like <laughs> I owe her so much for so many great things that I've decided to do and I can look at her and be like what the hell did you talk me into yeah. like you just never know you never know with her <laughs> That's actually a, a sign of a really great relationship. No, that's a great friendship. When you of, can say the best and the worst is with you, Like that's
2: a great friendship. Right she's there. the best. All right. Uh, welcome back. It is the second segment of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Let's talk about Cedric Wilson. He was added yesterday to the COVID list uh, with Noah Brown already on IR. What happens with that fifth wide receiver spot?
3: Malik Turner. He's the fourth, right? Yeah, I and mean, what happens to the fifth. Uh, they, well, Semi Fehoko. Do, do they? Do you, uh, I guess what I should have asked. Malik is, Turner moves up into Cedric's right. spot. Yeah. Do,
2: at this point, do you think they can strict down to just keeping those four as the guys they play the most?
3: Or yeah, no, yeah. If Semi, if Semi was going to get some run, I feel like he would have done it when Lamb and Cooper were both unavailable. Somebody, yeah. somebody asked us about that a week or so ago. And I get it. I mean and that it goes back to the Jabril Cox thing back during
1: training camp. It's like why well, why isn't he playing? It's like who's coming off the field for well, him? There is a couple of things though, domino effects here. Tony Pollard's injury, mm-hmm. Zeke, because I don't know, if it's a if it's like a third and three and I gotta get an outside run, I think eighty eight's the guy. Yeah, well, that was gonna be the next question. So like, that might trickle in down to where Fajoko will play a little yeah. bit more because one of your receivers is you know let's, in.
2: yeah let's back up a second on that what do you guys think about them using him in that way cuz we've seen teams in the NFL recently over the last couple years using wide receivers more lining them up as running backs and running the ball with them with these injuries do you did you like what they did with CD Lamb there i loved
3: it i with the caveat i think of okay let me let me be clear like i'm not saying pollard's not a physical player but go back to the beginning of his career and it was like, I get it. Zeke's going to do his thing. He's the bell cow. But like, they've got to manufacture more touches for this guy. And until everybody's healthier, that's how I feel about Lamb. I don't want him banging between the tackles. Like he saw that hit he took too. He right? took a big hit. He yeah. ain't he ain't built for that. No yeah. offense. I'm not saying he's not tough, but he's going to get hurt. He's too tall. I mean,
1: he, yeah. Re- that's yeah. he doesn't have a running back. Running body. backs aren't tall yeah. like that, I just, not usually.
3: I don't want him in a position where he's taking a shot like that more than once or twice a game. But until everybody's healthy or healthier, find him yeah. six to eight touches in the run again. Jet sweeps, uh, if you want to do it at running back, that's fine. But there's a dozen ways, Nick. Thank you for saying that because, like. People were so mad during the game. they were like, "What's with all these screens?" And I'm like, "They would probably be working if they were where they were supposed to be." Dak was not leading those guys at all. Yeah. You got to catch it moving forward and just go. And I mean, guys were jumping for screens. They were Which is way a bad out. Bad thing, yeah. I, Dak was off. Uh, I think Washington was probably the worst that he's played during this entire stretch of mediocre games. Mm-hmm. Like even. He probably played better against Kansas City, if I had to guess. I'd have, I mean, I'd have to go back and rewatch. But I just, I thought he was bad in Washington, and he didn't do his receivers any favors. But again, throw it eighteen yards to CD out on the perimeter at the line yeah. of scrimmage. That is effectively a run yeah. if if you put it where it's supposed to be and give him a chance to run. So yeah, I think he needs to be a part of that until Tony's healthy. I felt kind of
1: bad because I was. Giving some advice to the social team on certain graphics that they could do after the game, and there was a couple stats that were really out there and didn't like it. I was like, "How about if they win? How about Dak being eight and one against Washington?" You know, and I think they went with that, but it it, it just seemed kind of weird because yeah. there's like. He didn't just go out and just dominate Washington. I mean, he's dominating. It'll go on his record,
2: know. but yeah. yeah it this was a game about the defense, really. Yeah, definitely I, about the defense.
3: I had a whole I mean, the that the social team's the same way, but like I had a whole little folder of things that I wanted to tweet out that I had put together, especially with Mike McCarthy guaranteeing the win and everything and by the time it was over, I was like I'm just not going to touch any of this stuff. Like leave it alone. nobody wants to hear it after this performance. Yeah.
2: It's it's honestly that it's kind of weird that the Cowboys can from a record standpoint be in as good of a season as they are. They are 9 and 4 yeah. and it doesn't feel like it felt early in the year when they were 6 and 1. I think most fans probably are a little bit tentative. They're like I really don't know what to think about this team. But they're 9 and 4. Like they have a really good record. They've played I mean, they've won a, a lot of games, and it's just—it's a weird situation, and
1: that's why you know, like, you know, I, I do these radio shows with the guys in local here, and even on our show, like yesterday, I mean, I disagreed with, with Amber, yeah, you know, and, and who thinks that you know, and this is embarrassing. And she said
3: that. No, she's. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and,
1: okay. They and and double well. down on it, too. Like, I mean, she was like, and, and, God but bless that's her. It's
2: fair. But her. Like, that's it's fun. fair. It's yeah. fair. I think, by the way, there are probably a ton of fans out there listening right, right now that probably feel the same But way. see, yes.
1: my perspective is different than others. I, I'm looking at it like they're going to probably make the playoffs, you know, like win the division. Like, oh, I'm not looking at the one seed. I, I They're not better than, they're not one of the top teams in the NFC. Now, do they have the talent to, to sneak through? Because once you get to the playoffs, we've seen it all. We've seen great teams get there, lose in the first round. Or maybe you win a wild card, but then you lose. It's going to come down to a player two here and there. I think they, they're capable of doing it. But, like, I I don't have this vision of, like, that where's the Super Bowl parade going to be? I, I don't think like that, because why would I? I've been here too long to think that way. So I don't. So I don't look at it like, man, if they play like this, you're going to lose. Well, yeah, you you probably are. I don't know. I've seen it happen. I'm in, I, honestly, I'm not to sound like oh, this is Christmas spirit, but I'm enjoying the ride here. Yeah. Nine and four. This is better than I thought they were going to be. This is fun, and I I don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs, but there ain't nobody in the NFC that would scare me. Nobody. The Cardinals don't scare me. The Rams, uh, it could be scary, but I think you know Stafford's never won a playoff game, so yeah. he's going to have to do that. And I do So I just I, I huh. just, I'm just kind of like enjoying the ride. I I think this is a this is a fun team and you know, there's some ups and downs. I am with you. But I, this is a perspective that I've picked up over the years
3: meeting all of our different fans and listeners. And we here in DFW are in a bubble. Obviously, we in this building are in a bubble. Like when the Cowboys lose, it's like, "Oh, that kind of sucked." Mm-hmm. On to on to Tuesday. What what are you going to do? But so many people fans if you're listening, I mean, we and a lot of people that listen to, I say this all the time. I know we've got listeners in DFW, but like so many of our people are out of market, yeah. And they know if this thing goes south, they're gonna get texted the memes. Y'all still didn't boys? I thought y'all were didn't boys. Like yeah. nobody likes the Cowboys. Yeah, if you don't yeah. like them, you hate them. Right, and so right. if you're in the DMV or the Pacific, Pacific Northwest, wherever you live, if it's not DFW, your life's gonna be hell the minute this falls apart and i think there's that's that's what makes people so antsy is the paranoia of like ptsd we're we going to do all this to lose in the wild card round and then i catch hell from my uncle again cuz i don't want to do that like every and especially if they were just mediocre and trading wins and losses all year you kind of get used to that but that when you're 6 and 1 and six of those wins come in a row now, I mean, the expectations change and you're yeah. like, we're going to do all this just to once again not yeah. get to where we haven't gotten. Yeah. And that's what's that's what. So I get it. I understand where it comes from. But I do. I mean, I you can't live like that. It's it, it's it's a miserable way to live. I think you just yeah. got to you got to take it way more myopic than that, like week at a time. And I said this on the radio today, too. A month ago nobody was worried about this. Mm-hmm. Like I mean a month ago what they'd played. I think a month ago they had just beaten Atlanta and it was like okay, there's the team we know. We're good. We're good. 40 points crushed them, scored 36 in the second quarter or whatever it was. The playoffs are a month away. Literally. Yeah. Four more games. That it's weird how it can change. Yeah. Only adding one game to the schedule just made this season feel so much longer. Yeah. Like r- usually December 14th we were talking mm-hmm. lockup Wrapping scenarios. Up, yeah. yeah. It's not the case. It's not the case this year, especially with the NFC as top-heavy as it is. Uh, this thing's going to go all the way down to January 9th before we're totally clear on what's happening. So yeah. just keep that in mind. And I think also fans only follow their team
2: to, to the most, to, to most degree. Like I don't think anybody is necessarily looking at Tampa Bay like that, but they had a game last week that played out similar to the Washington game where they were up big, right. Bills come back. Take them to overtime. They still win, but I would guess that Tampa fans were a little bit like, "Mm, I don't know, Like the wheels kind of fell off there for a moment. Like We should have won that game by a lot more. So I don't know, and I I say this all the time to to Cowboys fans who I talk to who are kind of up and on. I'm like, look, every team in the NFL has periods of their season. I don't care how good they are. They're going to have periods of their season where things don't look great. Think about Kansas City earlier this year. There were people writing them off like, maybe they don't even make the playoffs. Now they're right back and rolling again. Somebody so it some, just happens. It's a part of NFL football. Right. You're not going by the way, it's a part of any job that you right, have. Yeah. you don't come and give your very best version of yourself every single day
3: in your job. you you just can't. It's not possible. Somebody tweeted me last night and they were like, well, the Rams don't have a running game either. Like, they're just taking all these deep shots all over the field. They look great. What the hell? And I was like, did you miss the three weeks where the Rams were broken beyond repair? Because <laughs> that happened. Yeah. I mean, they were writing the Rams off as recent. Like, they went into that game. Like, if they lose this, this is like they've lost three out of four. And, then and they, they lost one of their best defensive players going into the game. Yeah. And everybody's ready to write them off. Yeah. So, welcome to the NFL. Yeah, did y'all watch that
2: game last night? night. Yeah, yeah. I did.
1: It was an entertaining game, I'm, actually. Spike the ball. I, dude... Yeah, Kyler. What are you talking? I mean, I mean, they you, weren't. Your guys are just ran thirty yards this way. Now they're running thirty yards back. Yeah, and then you want to just you don't want to spike the ball, and now you want to snap it, and then they got to run seventy yards. Like,
2: but you- they self destructed. Like, I, I mean, just the, I mean, the, the play where where Kyler picks up all the yards on the ground. Gets out of bounds. They got. I think they had 26 seconds left at that point. They were close enough at that point to take a few shots at the end zone and holding. I don't like him. Like I'm just going to say, <laughs> I don't like him. I,
1: why? Because he's great. Like he's awesome. <laughs> no, I, I I don't I don't have to like him. I mean, I just. No, I'm not but, saying that. I'm but saying but why? Why? Are, they,
2: are you saying you don't like his game or you don't like him as a person? No, like, he's, he's,
1: he's a track star. I mean, he's he's great. I mean, yes, I, he's a I, phenomenal. Like, he can run. I mean. It takes him a hundred steps to get there, but those little steps moving like that, like he he can he can roll he can it. Go, out, man! Out. I appreciate that. I don't know. I think it's it's the it's the body language. I don't know. Maybe that's just that's uh, every, so Nick, though. Yeah, I see exactly
2: what you're talking about because Nick, you're, you're one of those people that you don't like the person that that is, as you call it, too cool for school. Like and he's and just, he is, and, and, and yeah, is. and I know exactly what you're talking because I've heard you say it about other people too. Like I get exactly but, where you are want
1: that, but it's just I don't know, like. Maybe I'm used to to Dak. Like yeah. Dak doesn't show that kind of stuff. Yeah. Dak you know, Dak has his own problems, but we we yeah. talked about it and we'll, we'll continue to talk about it. But I mean, from a leadership standpoint, and this is just perception. I don't I don't yeah. really know. It just always seems like he's pouting always now. I don't know. They're ten and three. I mean, or ten and three.
2: Yeah, ten and three now.
1: He, he's he's great. He, he he's a great quarterback. I, there's
3: not a player in the NFL I like watching more right now. He's than so fun. I
1: love. I, watching I, him. I like, he's I, so much
2: fun
3: to watch. I get what you're saying,
1: and well, and I think that goes. That's what I said last night. It like, goes back to the spike thing. I is, have a point. I'm sorry. I keep that, but but I'm just gonna say, like he comes off when he was like yelling at his at his offensive line and his and his coordinator. Like like what are we doing? Let's go. It's like. You just threw a pick because you didn't throw it high enough. Floyd tipped it. it was a great play. Not as good as Randy, but a great play. <laughs> and it's like you threw a pick. You threw that pick. Yeah. And you know, you're coming off. You know, I don't know. But you know,
2: he might be firing up he his might team. Be like that's, that's yeah. that whole thing we saw with Des a few
3: years ago. Like 24 years old, and he's never experienced true athletic hardship. I think that's basically that's what, what you have saying. Winning since forever. He's kick it. It's I it takes my breath away when I think about it. Never loses a game at Allen, three straight state titles, probably the best quarterback in Texas high school football history, which I mean that says a lot. Yeah. yeah. Goes to I guess he had hardship at AM because Kevin Sumlin lied to him about having the starting job. Transfers. Oh, by the way, wins the Heisman. Oh, by the way, number one overall pick at five, eight and a half
1: or whatever he is. Oh, by the way. Rookie of the year, just oh, by the way, top ten pick in baseball. Right? Yeah, yeah, he
3: just yeah. and so he's,
1: he's he's like the I mean he's the closest thing to the Dion Bo Jackson thing that we've seen. It's wild, from yeah, and, and, so, and, and I'm not talking about him as an athlete and all that stuff. I just, there's just something about his body language, though, that just kind of rubs me the wrong way.
2: I know exactly what it is because, again, I've been around you long enough. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. It doesn't bother me in that way, but I know exactly where you're going with if that. If he was here, I'd be like, cool. I know, but Logan. I'll tell you this. like, I, I live 10 minutes from that stadium in Allen, mm-hmm. and when t- he was in high school, I remember driving down the street. There were helicopters above, news helicopters, that were covering one of their games because Kyler Allen was playing in Tyler this it Murray. was. I mean, Kyle, I'm sorry, Kyler Murray was playing in this game. It was like this guy was a whole different breed of yeah. high school athlete he in was, this area.
3: His career was taking off when I got here. And I remember being like, oh, my God, like all this hype about a high school court. And then I started paying closer attention as his career went on. I was like, OK, I get it. And that what I was going to say about the spike is I think you can see that. He He's so he's like, I'm Kyler Murray. I'm going to run around. I'm going to do my little loop-de-loop and throw a dart, and we're going to win the game. Yeah. You see that one when he, he, yeah, running, it would, he just threw across that's his the body? Thing, he can oh do it. Yeah. He can do it, so yeah. why wouldn't he? Be? And I just think that's the natural maturation process of like, okay, even though I'm the man, we should probably spike this and regroup, <laughs> right. and like this is still the NFL. But I think he's just still learning that. He's still learning that. Yeah. You're not going to win baller, every rep. No, he's, he's a I,
2: the, the one thing that makes me feel a little bit better, and we'll get to this in the final segment, one thing that makes me feel a little bit better about Dallas if they have to play him is that I do think they have a guy that could possibly keep him from going crazy just, on you. You're no. not going to stop him, but keep him from going crazy on you because fo- Micah can run. As
3: a football fan, you should just be scintillating about Micah Parsons going against Kyler Murray. Yeah. That's, That'll be fun. That's probably the one quarterback on planet Earth who could who has the potential to make Micah look silly. Yeah. Like, the whole thing we've talked about all year where quarterbacks just aren't ready for his closing speed, yeah. Murray has the type of quickness to get
1: away from that. <laughs> right.
3: Maybe he won't. That's what makes it so— And, like, how's Dan fun. Quinn going to use him? It's going to be amazing. It's going to be fun. Okay, let's take our final— that,
1: that definitely could happen. Like, yeah. if they if they can, you know, stay the course, get the number 1 seed, Cowboys get maybe the 4— that second-round game could be sitting right there.
2: Well, we're going to talk about that when we come back because there's a there's a possibility that Dallas can get up there to the three if they handle their business. We'll talk about that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys?
4: the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com.
0: Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his undercoat bending attitude a man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him it projected a rugged unstoppable spirit Stetson hats are still American made with pride right here in Texas they're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com Cowboys back to the break
1: Celebrate Christmas at the Star with the Cowboys' Christmas extravaganza powered by Reliant. The 20-minute show electrifies the Star in Frisco Mm -hmm. with a powerful mix of game day excitement and Christmas cheer every Friday and Saturday at 6 Mm -hmm. p.m. through December 18th. That's this weekend. Mm -hmm. Last chance. Admission and parking are free. For more information, visit thestardistrict.com. just slows me down.
2: It does. We need to do that more frequently. You know, we ought to do that in some of our segments. We ought to have some theme music
1: that just kind of I around. think Dak is fine. He, I mean, I don't know. Okay. That's what we would All do. Right. Yeah. Keep going. Like, yeah. Do you the you whole thing. You can't song. just start. He's got a calf injury. I know from experience there's nothing that rhymes with that word, so we should just stop it right now, please. This is a nice effort. <laughs> it was. Nice effort. I'll do one. I'll do one this week. I'll uh, I'll do one of these reads in in song. Yeah, right. I'll sing a song. Yeah. All
2: right, let's see your see if your voice comes back. Yeah, before right now, but
1: it's a little raspy. Yeah, but no, um, no. yeah, like I smoked a pack a day or something like that. Let's hope not. Which I have not.
2: Yeah. So not, you've never smoked anything. Huh? That's what you told me, right? I've never smoked a cigarette. Awesome. I don't even know what that is like. Way to go, Nick. That's impressive. Right. Final segment of The Break Live in SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Let's talk a little NFC. Right now, Dallas is uh, the fourth seed in the NFC. Um, the Green Bay Packers are 10-3 and three at the one seed. Tampa is 10-3 and three at the two seed. Arizona... Drops all the way to the third seed after their loss last night. They are ten and three. Here's some interesting things though. If Dallas is to win, if Dallas wins out, uh, that that will include a win over Arizona. They can get to the three seed. They they control their own destiny with regards to moving to the three seed, which as we know is a really big deal because the fifth seed is way better than the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. So who you play in the first round matters a ton. That being said, if they can get Green Bay and or Tampa Bay to lose one, they have a shot at the second seed or the first seed, how likely do you think those scenarios are? Let's start first with them getting to three.
3: I have I have two thoughts mainly, and I agree with you. I guess this is just my contrarian nature. Pay attention to San Francisco because, like, all of a sudden, the sixth seed doesn't look. It, I mean, mm-hmm. if George Kittle's health, have you seen what George Kittle's he did been doing? Some amazing things this last week. But that's
2: still, they are still not. In the class of the Rams, I don't think.
3: Maybe not, oh, but no. they look like they are rounding into the football. They look like they're rounding into their being a dangerous still team. Just a, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Their I, defense. They got some nasty players on their defense. I'm just saying they're salty. Like yeah, I got you. Uh, three weeks ago, it looked like the sixth and seventh seeds were going to be garbage teams, and I don't know if that's true. Anymore.
2: Well, by the way, let's be real. In the NFL. You don't take any team for granted in the sure. playoffs. It, sure. it just is what it is. Yeah. But I do think there is a sizable difference between five and then the next closest team. That whole bevy of teams. Right. That.
3: I think it's going to be a tall order to get out of the four spot because you got to basically win out and then still probably hope for some help. And and I don't and to get to three. I know. I know. I know if they win everything and beat Arizona, I get it. But. That's I mean, It's a tall order to win oh, four games. I mean, absolutely,
1: six. I mean, there would be six. That'd be games six in, in a row. row. Yeah. yeah, to and, end the season. Yeah, and this team, I just don't see them being that consistent, especially with some of the the injuries. And they're gonna have to make some tough decisions. Like, what what are we doing here? Are we gonna? You know, yes, we're gonna try to win these games, but at, at all costs. I don't know about at all costs. Um, but it's also hard to. And I went
3: and looked last night at everybody's remaining slate. Which, going to your second question. Again, you can't take anything for granted in the NFL, but like, thanks league office for handing Tom Brady the easiest December of his oh, life. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they had to play the Bucks in December, which great game they the Bills. Oh, wait, the Bills. I'm the sorry. Bills. Yeah, yeah, thank you. The Bills. But they go the rest of the way. They go Carolina twice, New Orleans, and the Jets. Yeah. Only only the Saints even have a shot, in my opinion. They Agreed. won't be four. No.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They I think won't. the Saints got a shot, but that You don't? It.
3: No, I don't. I'll bet you $5 right now the Bucks don't lose again. No, I bet they do. I bet they don't. Ever? I think it's going to be the Not, Saints. I'm just I'm talking about I regular the season. I think the Saints will get him. Carolina maybe? I'm pretty
2: sure that's Saints. They, they That Saints don't
3: know game is in Tampa, be. by the way. You they already have, played in the you dome. You wouldn't
1: have thought Washington would have beaten them. Those division games? Yeah, but Washington I don't think they'll be 4 No. Yeah. I mean that's that's just me taking the field. I'm calling my shot right now
3: that they won't lose again in the regular season. So Tampa ends up one. What I, about Green Bay? Green Bay, that's going to be really interesting. They got I Baltimore know, this weekend. And they got Cleveland the week after that. Mm-hmm. So there's more potential there for hijinks. And then they got Minnesota, which a division
2: game. A, that's, that's, that's akin they've to already the Cowboys to Minnesota. playing.
3: Yeah, the Cowboys playing Washington. Like, that's a it's a tough division game. I bet Green Bay, one of those three, finds a way to beat them, probably. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'll say Tampa Bay gets home field for the postseason put Green Bay at two, and the winner of Dallas-Arizona at three. Who do you think right now, like, if you had to just say
2: right now who you think is going to win that game, who do you think it is? Which game? Dallas-Arizona. Based on what
3: you see I, from Arizona and obviously what you know, the Cowboys. I hate that because what have I seen from the Dallas offense that should give me confidence to win, to pick them to win? But then it's funny because you can't. The networks can't predict to a certainty who's going to be good. So, like, if they had known Arizona was going to be this good, they would have been on national TV way more often. Last night was only the second time I have I have gotten to see them play, yeah. and the other time was when they lost to Green Bay on Raptors. Thursday night. Yeah. Is this
2: a noon game, uh, Cowboys?
3: Right now, Arizona? yes. Yeah, yeah, that's probably going to get flex. I'm guessing, but... Maybe. Um, I would I have. At least in the so. afternoon. Yeah. It won't be a noon game, At least I wouldn't to think. The three, yeah, yeah. But so, the two times that I've gotten to... I'm like, alright, let's sit down. They're on national TV. Let's see what the cards are all about. They've Lost both games and Kyler's looked crappy in both. Yeah. So me too. Crappy man. by his standards. Yeah, I was gonna say he didn't look
2: crappy last he, night, but yeah, he, th- he didn't have two his or three picks. Yeah,
3: no. Game. Um. So I I'm kind of with Nick. I'm I'm not impressed by them, and that's that's so unfair because I'm just talking about two games against yeah. two really good teams, but. I absolutely think the Cowboys could beat them on their home turf. Although, did you see the stat that they put up last night about mm. the road-home splits? Like, they are playing like gods on the road yeah. and like crap in their own stadium. So, yeah. yeah. so you kind of want them in the one seat.
1: I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs>
3: Keep them at home.
1: I've <laughs> Never seen Arizona, like, you know, bring a ton of fans in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've never seen that. So yeah. it's not like, oh, Cardinal fans, you know. Yeah. I mean, they're having a great year, so they'll probably be here, but... I don't, I don't think it would be that big a deal.
2: So what are we seeing right now with regards to the NFC East? It looks like if they win the next two, they clinch. Man, like we had that. an
3: interesting yeah. conversation before we came on the show. I get a headache. Supposedly, there's like an infinitesimal chance that they clinch this weekend. You know what?
2: what what's the scenario? Because Nick oh, told okay. me a scenario. The yes, scenario is yes.
3: insane. Like, they would have to—obviously, They obviously they got to beat New York. Philly has to
1: lose to Washington. See, I, I'm not buying that. I'm just I know, telling I know, you what know, the article know, said. So know, Washington but, wins, and but, then what? But, but, but let's let's take that for a second. Okay. Washington is one and one in the East right now. They only they've only played two games, mm-hmm. so I think I think that their they next play division
3: four. rest of the way.
1: I guess so. They
3: cause, do because it's they play Philly then yeah. uh, then Dallas again, and then I think they finish with uh, Philly and the Giants.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I don't understand how any scenario has Washington winning. And it helps the Cowboys because if Washington wins, then they'll be they'll be two and one in the division, which means they can be five and one. So the Cowboys. But would, what's their conference record? Because then no, you start the getting division, farther. Division is would be first though. Division when it comes to the Cowboys in Washington. I see so the Cowboys saying. are three and zero. If they beat the Giants, they're four 4-0. They can still be four and two in the in the division. Right, three up on Washington with three to play, and Washington's two and one. They can get to five and one. I don't understand how you how yeah, Washington wins. I, I don't. I don't either. I don't I, either. I know we saw. Caden, that big thing.
2: Caden. Caden showed me the article. I'll tell you a very simple way that Nick said. Not very likely, but the simple way is if Washington, Philly tie, and Dallas wins, Dallas is in. Yeah.
3: They win the division just like that because if you have a tie, there's no way they can get to
1: six, seven, and one to ten wins.
3: Mm-hmm. I know ties are more common these days than they yeah, have been. It's not happening.
2: But I'm just saying, like that's the scenario to yeah. me that happens. Well, Otherwise, I look at it as you need well, to. Somebody
1: wins. in our department, if their if their job is to get a, we won the East video out. You better be ready this. You weekend, better be ready. Yeah,
2: you want to be ready this weekend. Probably not going to happen,
1: but you just want to be. W- ready. What time's that game? Noon. I think so. So we'll be at the same time, be up there, and then. It doesn't It's we'll going to. It doesn't matter. We'll be in the, clou- yeah. In the clouds. Yeah. God.
3: Wait, why? If it's a noon game no, in New York, we'll be in, oh, we'll, we'll be in the clouds. Oh, in the clouds. I thought you meant on. like flying home. I was well. like, are we playing a 9 a.m. game? It, you're about the same height. Like, okay. you're literally, you're in the you're clouds. Up it ain't there. that bad. It's pretty high. You're up there. It's, it's higher
2: than any other stadium, in my opinion. It's, it's not it's higher quiet. than the Superdome. I think so, because the Superdome isn't as tall as, as a stadium in New York. New it's Jersey, just like
1: it church up there. It's
2: just so quiet. quiet. Yeah, you're sitting in the clouds.
1: Hey, what happened to Gregory? Is he okay? Okay. Yeah, okay. It's just so until, until
3: yeah, until the WFAN guy goes well. Welcome back here to MetLife Stadium. Thanks, T Bone. I'm here at 8:33. Dak Prescott just threw a touchdown. <laughs> that happens. No, that know, happens,
1: and it's not I even know. a touchdown. It's yeah. like it's like uh, uh, yeah, whatever he says. He's like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here. It's 13:22 uh, to go in the first quarter. The Cowboys uh, punted on their first drive. It's like who is listening? Right? Who's listening to that? Because if they cared, if they gave anything at all they already know they'd be watching <laughs> right there and if they can't watch they're they're following on twitter they're not, they're, like, there are lots yeah, they're of they're ways
2: not. to be able to consume that game rather than getting it up the guy in kansas city yeah. was just i thought wearing nick was, us
3: out i thought nick which again it's i'm not this isn't a criticism like it's annoying but like i can just sort of compartmentalize it and carry on with my day i thought nick was going to turn around and punch the guy in the face <laughs> Especially like it's this big game. Yeah. Cowboys are kind of struggling to start. The offense isn't doing anything. And this guy's just behind us, like, oh, Cowboys offense really not getting a whole lot of stuff going here on the third possession of the first. <laughs> Nick's just like, Jesus.
2: That's <laughs> when he turns around and he says something slick to the guy. Like, you know, he doesn't oh, yeah. say it to him. He just kind of says it into the air no, so the guy that's, can hear him. The Let's classic
3: not- Eatman maneuver would be to be like, What's that, Derek? Sorry, I didn't hear you over all the people talking right in my ear. <laughs> That's exactly. Well, right. let's
1: not act like you're above it either. Like you get annoyed. No, I just say what I say. Too. Like I'm just not like that. But i
2: yes, I will. I to will me, get annoyed,
1: that sure. that bothers me because I just don't understand the premise of it. It yeah. was a 1987 thing. Yeah. It's not today's hmm. world. It's the same thing when they just pass out all these stats and, and they're just killing huh. trees left and right, and you're like. Everyone's got the stats on their phone. Yeah, everybody's got a computer, we man. You don't need We're to are good. Do that.
3: There are so many elements of this industry that just haven't acknowledged that it's right. not 1987 right.
1: anymore. Yeah. All
2: right, guys, we appreciate you joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll start getting into the next matchup, uh, let you guys know what we think is going to happen this weekend. Uh, it'll be a interesting game, I think. Cowboys versus Giants, or we hope it will be. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But until then, for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com.